this is a great little nugget for the agents. So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Gosh, I feel like this is this is a rabbit hole that we can go down and we can literally talk about this for the whole whole episode and make an episode within itself. But with the market conditions and everything shifting and essentially changing, topic number two is the market conditions and how to handle the next up and down or flat cycle. Yeah. Do you see the buying on terms really changing? What do you see in our market overall, macro, micro? Because I know you're in multiple markets from what it seems like. Um, and let's dive into the market conditions itself and the impact that we're going to see over the next 12 to 24 months. Yeah, this is hot for a lot of reasons. And you mentioned earlier, 30% of the relatives probably dropping, right? So this is cool. So uh, the whole idea that when we structured this, when I structured it coming out of the crash was to literally be able to thrive in every market. I'm not saying it's easy in every market. Like pre-COVID, there was uncertainty and we were getting properties like, like crazy fast. Then the market got real hot, as everybody knows. And it was harder for us to go in and when they're selling like hotcakes and, and get a creative deal. Harder, not impossible. Just you had to talk to more people. Now, to answer your question of the market, they are coming back to us in by the droves because they hear the press screaming, right, wrong, or otherwise. The press is screaming negative, it's gonna crash, the doom and gloom. So they they're calling us. Second, there's a lot of pockets, not everywhere, as you know, but a lot of pockets now are either flat or decreasing. Yeah. So that's all causing the sellers to, to call us crazy. And then I have two major, major players in the mortgage industry in our community, the Wicked Smart community. And the latest stat one of them told me, Raphael, was only 17% of his applications are, are able to get qualified. 17%. That means there's all that's kinds of buyers that we can put in these homes that need time. So it's, there is a, I don't know for how long, right? The billionaires don't know. So if someone tells you they know this market, it, it, we're guessing, right? But I will tell you that I'm super comfortable saying, I think for the next one to five years, this is harvest time for someone that knows how to pivot in any market and add tack on creative to an already existing agent business, if that's what you want to do. Tack it on and you'll be standalone, sort of the authority in your market. And you'll have agents buzzing about you going, you got to call Peter, you got to call because they know you can get the deal done and otherwise they'd have to pass on it. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. It does. Well, one of the things that when we're talking about the market shifting and the market conditions here, as I have, I have a few friends that do do owners financing and right or wrong, whatever the business model is, um, they end up selling the property actually multiple times when people do default. Do you see that happening more more coming into some of the rougher patches that we're going to encounter over the next coming months as well? Okay. That's a component that does happen. You're absolutely correct. And I, I hear people on podcasts and I can go online right now and find five of them that teach what I teach, right? But teach it incorrectly in that these buyers are defaulting too much. In fact, I said we have a two to 5% default. I will tell you that most people doing this have an 80% default. Why? And that's leading to what you said. Why? Because they don't have the front end set up for the buyer. They don't, frankly, some of them don't care if the buyer ever wins and gets the end zone, right? My son has been through since 08 as a realtor, and now he helps us on the investing side. 
a lot as well in the markets and watch me go through it. And so he is super strict with the pre-qualifying of these tenant buyers so that we set them up with a plan that says, if you do ABC, you're going to get to the finish line, not just throw people in these houses because we can, because it's owner financing or because we can, because it's rent to own, like really have a process to put these buyers through and they're true buyers, not a renter or someone that kind of has some goal to be an owner, but they've always been a mess financially. Like these are true buyers. Like I described earlier, those examples would be people leaving the job and starting a business, retiring, starting a business. These are good, good buyers that are going to cash out. Again, small default rate. But the answer to your question, the short answer is it's in the buyer process. Got to make sure you have a strict buyer process and don't just throw anyone in the homes. Yeah. And I, and I think that's, that's the key here as well. I mean, some people set this up intentionally, like I said, right or wrong, different business models. I, this goes against what I believe and that's okay. I choose to do business differently, but they're basically setting up people to fail. So 100%. when the market turns, you know, they know it. So, so they are banking on essentially selling that property five, six, 10 times or whatever it is, just because of what their process looks like. So as a, as a realtor, uh, on the flip side of that is investing is going to get pretty hot because there are, you know, foreclosures are still at an all-time low after the pandemic. They're lower than they were pre-pandemic. What are you seeing as a massive investor um, from your side or were you anticipating so all the realtors, investors can kind of strap on their seat belts and weather the storm as opposed to go down like a ship um, that's taken on water. Well, okay, so I don't, we don't live much in the um, foreclosure world as far as where we find our sellers. We find our sellers just like many listeners, expired listings for sale by owner, for rent by owner. Uh, we buy free and clear lists. So that's where we kind of live as far as how we get our leads. So what I see is if, or when a realtor can get somewhat increase their skill level, somewhat proficient, so they can work on having other options for these sellers. Then, when a seller is bummed out about the market sliding a little bit and can't get their fee, uh, can't get their price, or they have an extra home in the market sliding and they're really worried about financial uh, relief right away, all these scenarios, if you position yourself as someone that's an expert and creative on top of being a great realtor in your marketplace, you're going to have unlimited leads. I'm telling you, I we have unlimited leads and I don't even tack on the realtor piece. Some in my community do, but I don't. And we have more than we can possibly handle. So I don't know if that nails your question. If not, bring it back to it. And I'll try to get a little bit more granular. Yeah, no, it, it does. It does. And essentially, that's kind of where I'm going is like, how do you create unlimited leads when the market is shifting or yeah. it comes to an up cycle, down cycle or a flat cycle? Because I'm looking at this as another tool in our toolbox, but you can really accelerate and exponentially grow your business out of the opportunity here by even having a little bit of a different conversation with sellers, right? Yeah, the, the conversation that I would suggest is, hey, Mr. Masson, I'm going to come over. We're going to chat about different options because I can either list it or I can actually buy it with no fee. And I'm telling you that it'll get their, that gets their attention because the, the wall just came down. You're in it for them. Morally and ethically, you're in it for them. And they're going to know that the second you start talking options, as soon as you learn it. Um, mm -hmm. And that's different than them feeling like, oh, they're just coming to get a listing. No, nope, if that's your best route, we'll go there. Yeah. But if not, I can buy it. 
And, and, and the conversation, I promise, will be different. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. And when it comes to, you know, having that conversation, where would you recommend somebody to even start or to even begin or get educated? If maybe they're not in a position to buy, would you have them reaching out to investors? Because the market is going to open that up and it's going to open up a lot of opportunity in the next coming months. Yeah, this is interesting. So there are some realtors that we deal with in every market we're in. So we deal with New England area, but we have students east to west coast. And there are plenty of realtors, my nephew is even one of them, who's local, who says, I get what you guys do, but I don't want to learn it. I'll send you the leads. I'll send you my expired listings. I'll send you someone that might need relief financially. And we and we we pay them a piece of all those paydays. So they can either learn it, and you and I will give them some free resources to do that. I'm big on free. So you can decide if that's what you want to tack on. Or they can get real, if they're in a particular geographic area, they can get familiar with one of our associates who's in that area strike a relationship with them, grab coffee or lunch, and then be able to refer their deals. And they can, as a as a as an agent sitting with a seller, you can say, if you're not the one doing the deal, you can say, I have an investment division that there happen to be the foremost experts in the country on creative real estate. And they're going to chat with you and help you out with some other options if you don't want to sell conventionally. Um, that's a simple tie, or again, learn it and be the expert and lean on the community that way. Yeah, see, um I I love learning the part, but I know we can only be in so many places at once right. using right. what you just said is creating leverage, right? Right. Leverage, leverage is everything, especially when the fast-paced moving market now, considering things have slowed down just a little bit, but I've always had this limiting belief that my state, Florida specifically, is a little bit harder when it comes to the owner's financing and you know buying stuff on terms. And as I look more in the MLS, I am seeing more of the seller financing as terms considered popping up. Yeah, I mean, no Florida, way. what town are you in? I'm curious. I'm in Boca. Okay. I'm so south just, of Florida, so I'm Palm Beach County, Boca Raton. I've got people just off the top of my head in Jacksonville and Orlando, um, all, all different areas in Florida. And just yesterday, there was a seller in Michigan who had three homes in Jacksonville and they want to do owner financing. So the, the key is if you want to find owner financing deals, there's about a third of the properties in the United States. This is, this is a great little nugget for the agents. About a third of the properties in the United States are free and clear. I was speaking to a, excuse me, a mortgage broker in Naples who said, no, Chris, in Naples, it's like 52%. This is, this is about a year ago. So there's plenty of people that will speak with you. And the people that are free and clear are in off market are usually the ones that are great conversations because they want max value and they have time. Presumably, if they needed money, they would have pulled it out, right? So that's a great list to live in. If you're, if you're a realtor, there's, there's a list I'd go talk to now, if, uh, even if you don't pursue the creative financing, free and clear property. I mean, now that we're kind of going back and forth, I'm, I'm going through my head. I'm like, I just talked to a gentleman about three days ago that has three condos. He owns all of them outright, doesn't want to sell. He's got tenants in all three of them. And I'm like, hmm, now here's the only catch. They're in a 55 plus community, which I physically, since I'm not age qualified, cannot buy. However, there are plenty of investors that are 55 plus that would probably jump all over this opportunity, right? Yeah, 55 and over, we've done. It's, you know, you got 
a little bit more. You want as less restrictions as possible, though, from what I'm picking up. Is not what? Sorry. As as little restrictions as possible. The less, the better. Yes, correct. Because some of them allow X amount of non 55, as you know, over 55. Second thing is, once you know creative, you could go in there, you could paper an agreement, and then you could find a 55 and over and get in the middle of that. So there's other ways to do it, but it is a little bit more of a niche. I, I only would do the, a 55 and over deal if it was contingent upon me finding my buyer, which most of our deals are, because we don't want to put ourselves out there unless we have a buyer to put in the home. Mm, understood, understood. So as things change, to wrap up topic two here, how do we handle the next cycle? What, what is your recommendation, whether it's up or down or flat? Yeah. I, as an agent, I tell you, I used to get excited. I remember like it was yesterday saying to my wife, because I went through three or four cycles already in my career. I remember saying, I am ecstatic when the market changes because all sort of the people that, that aren't really crushing it as an agent, they're going to drop to your point. 30% might drop out. Great. Celebrate that. At the same time, get good at creative. Uh, again, we'll throw as much free stuff at, at you as we can so that you can say, Oh, I, I at least I don't know it all, but I at least know what's out there for creative so that I can be the expert. So when the when the population of agents starts dropping in your area, and it will over time, then you're going to surface not just surface at the top, but but shine as the authority just by knowing a little bit to be dangerous. Just having more tools in a toolbox, just being a little bit more educated, just having a little bit of an edge. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com partner, or you can just click the link in the description below.